Hi guys, this is your host, Miss Anonymous. You are now checked into the rehab. Hope everyone is having an amazing month. And hope you guys are excited for the summer or winter, depending on which part of the world you are. Uh, So I'm going to jump right into today's topic because I'm excited about it. All right, so today's topic is going to be how to let go. And I want to keep this topic very, very open-ended. I think I will do other episodes way down the line that'll be a little bit more specific to different situations. But for today, I want to focus on how to let go, which can be anything from letting go of a person from to letting go of a relationship, um, to letting go of anger, to letting go of a situation that's no longer serving you. Heck, even how to let go of things. Because when you think about it, the process that we have to go through emotionally, it is very, very similar. Obviously, it's a lot easier to get rid of a thing versus a person or a relationship, but the whole process is very, very similar. So that's what I want to focus on on a super high level, and I hope this applies to a lot of you. And the reason why I really want to talk about this is, well, one, because it's timely. There's just so much still going on in the world in terms of uncertainty, in terms of people just trying to go through their emotions and process everything that it's adding a bit of stress. It's adding a bit of anxiety between people. And as a result, you do notice that there's more friction, whether it's family relationships or love relationships or friendships. And part of the reason why the friction exists is because people struggle to let go. And that can often be a hindrance, whether you want to deepen a relationship or whether you just want to move on and be happy by yourself. So let's get into it. If you want to get rid of something, if you want to let go of something, the first thing that you need to do is give it a bit of time. Really think about why you want to let go of that fill in the blank what do you hope to get out of it because anytime we want something out of our lives there's a reason there's a purpose for it we obviously feel that we would be a lot happier without that said person or said situation or said relationship in our life but sometimes people jump the gun so you really have to think Is this something that I want to let go of? And is that for my higher good? And the same thing goes if you have an argument. Really think about why you're upset. Are you justified in your emotions? And then process how you feel. See, one of the things that a lot of, whether it's relationship coaches or life coaches, or sometimes even therapists will tell you, it's that if you have negative emotions, it's not good. Um, And that's not true. Emotions, whether they're good or bad, are a part of you and they need to be experienced and they need to be processed. Now, the issue becomes how do you process those uh, emotions and then how do you react? So what's the consequence? What's the action that you take that's associated with that negative emotion? And that sometimes can be detrimental. 
So if you're upset or if you're mad about something and if you're physically hurting someone else or you're hurting yourself or you're engaging in toxic behavior, then obviously that's not good. And that could be a direct action that follows a negative emotion. So the reason why I'm getting into all of this is sometimes when we want to let go of something or someone, a lot of times we tend to pick on another habit, almost like a substitute. And sometimes we pick up these habits that are not for our highest good. And the reason why we pick them up is because we want to just distance ourselves from that situation or that person. So we go and do the complete opposite. And I'm sure a lot of you have either done this or you've seen someone do this. When people go through a breakup, they want to go after a person that is completely opposite from who they dated or they want to always be out and about they always want to be surrounded by people or they start uh, abusing substance um so there's like a variety of ways that people cope with this whole letting go so the reason why sometimes that happens is because people rush the process and one thing that I always, always, always tell anyone that's looking for advice is never, ever, ever rush the emotions that you have. Always take time to process your feelings. Take time to really think about why do you feel the way that you do? What do you hope to accomplish in whatever action you're thinking about taking? Weigh out the pros and cons and make that decision where you're feeling rational. Oftentimes, if you have a fight, you just want to run away from someone. Maybe it seems like a great idea at the moment, but when things calm down and your emotions are more leveled, you might reflect at that situation and come to the conclusion that maybe you played a part in how that situation panned out. So always just take your time to just process how you feel, why you feel the way you do. And then if you've thought about something for a said period of time and obviously this is different for everyone some people are very quick decision makers and they're very confident in their decisions so for them they can quickly make a move for other people they move a lot slowly this isn't a race <laughs> so do what works for you but whatever decision you're going to make try to make a decision that you can live with and that you can actually carry out the worst thing that people can do is when they're trying to let go of something is make all these claims of how they're done or they can throw this thing away or they can move on from this fight. But the reality is that they can't because that, especially when there's another person involved, is more frustrating and it's going to be more frustrating for both people. So really, really think about the situation. Think about how you feel. Think about where you stand. Think about what you want to do next. Sometimes it's also a good idea to talk to people that are both near the situation and away from the situation and get their perspective as well. And the reason why I say to do the near and the far is because sometimes when we ask for advice to people that are very close to us, they are biased. They've seen our situation play out from our perspective. They've heard things from our viewpoint. So they would be naturally inclined to give you ideas or to give you recommendations or give you advice on things that are favorable to you, but not necessarily the best for the situation, which is why I always say that if you're going to get advice for people that are close to you, 
Also try to get a stranger's perspective, whether that's um, a coach that you turn to, whether that's a therapist, whether that's, heck, even a stranger at a bar. That if you lay out a situation, see how they would feel or what advice they would give in this whole thing. Another thing that I would say in the process of letting go is creating some physical distance. If you're upset about something or if you had a fight or if you think about breaking up with someone and just moving on from that whole situation, give it some physical distance. Um, Get away from that situation, get away from the person involved um, and just really think about it. Think about your life without this situation or this person um, in it and see how you feel. Like, are you happier without this situation in your life or without this person in your life? And sometimes if the conflict is over difference of opinion or conflicting lifestyles, just by creating some physical distance, you allow yourself and someone else to experience what that life could be, the one that you may want or the one that maybe your partner wants. So sometimes it's better to just give a thing some space and let people process their own emotions because you always got to think anytime there's another person involved whether that's a family situation friend situation romantic situation it's two of you trying to process what is going on if you're involved in a group situation then think about that's even more emotions that you have to consider and sometimes just by being in the same space and being around each other it doesn't allow us that mental calmness that you need to really process over what is happening and what your next steps should be. Um, So I think just having that physical distance is so, so, so crucial. And the other reason why I recommend people to do this is because it gives you time to do your own work. I know it's so easy to just blame someone else and say that they're at fault and We did absolutely nothing wrong, but oftentimes that's not the case. Even if you're involved in a toxic situation where even perhaps you're a victim, you still played a part in it because sometimes by being passive and not doing something about a situation is also enabling the person that you're involved with to continue with that behavior. So that is also not good for you. So think about what part you played in a situation and how would you do things differently going forward and guys this is so important and it's not just important for this it's important after a fight it's important with major life decisions ups and downs will always happen that's the exciting thing about life you can't always just have great days you can't always have beautiful weather life can't always be peachy because if that was the case it would be so goddamn boring it would be like waking up every day and the sun's smiling and everyone's just really really happy and no one knows what pain feels like and that would just be a normal day that wouldn't be happiness that wouldn't be you feeling like oh my god today was incredible no because that's now the set standard so love and embrace the ups and downs the highs and lows that's what makes us human the fact that we can go through all of those emotions we can go through those situations and hopefully we can rise above it so take uh, take your time and do your work think about 
what it is that you need to work on. And all of us have things that we can improve on. Even if you think that you're absolutely perfect, I promise you, there's something, some way that you can improve. And don't do it for necessarily the other person. You know, unless you're in a relationship or you're in a situation where you're like, I I love this person enough to change for them. But do it because you fundamentally believe that you would be a better human being with that change. Because anytime we make a change for someone else, if that situation doesn't pan out, if that relationship doesn't pan out, we will just revert right back to who we were. But when we make changes for ourselves, when we make changes because they make us happy, then those changes are the things that stick. Those changes are long lasting. Those changes can make our lives better. And you are never a part of a puzzle. You are a complete, full individual in and of yourself. Yes, it's great to have relationships and to have people around us, but make changes for your life with you as the focal point and not someone else. Because even if you are in the most perfect relationship, you don't know what tomorrow holds. God forbid that the relationship ends or something happens to that person. You need to be able to make sure that whatever choices you make in your life, you can be happy with them and you won't have any regrets about them. So that's why it's so important to do work on yourself and continuously work on yourself from a perspective of making your life better, making your emotions uh, better, feeling more fulfilled in your life and truly feeling that you matter and you're happy in whatever situation that you're at. So that is so, so, so crucial. And just coming back to a point that I made earlier, just about calmness and just having peace of mind. It is so important that as much as we make physical changes in our lives, for example, I I mentioned maybe physically distancing yourself from a situation or a person, it's also important to focus on our mental health. And this is not something that most people talk about because unfortunately, it's still sort of a taboo. But it's okay to be not okay. But it's not okay to continuously be not okay. Let that sink in for a second. No one can be okay all of the time. If we're all being very, very honest with ourselves, you can't say that I'm happy 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. It's just not possible. Not if you're a human. Maybe if you're a robot, but not if you're a human. It's just not possible. Sometimes it's not even our own lives that would get to us. Maybe it's the people that we love. It's decisions that they've made. It's life choices that they've made. Maybe it's stress because we don't have enough money. Maybe we have other pressures that we're dealing with in life. So it's okay to be not okay all the time. It's called being human where you, like I said, you go through your ups and downs. But it's not okay to always be not okay. You can't always put yourself last. You can't always prioritize others and say that, I want to be that giving person and don't worry about me and I'm fine. No, it doesn't matter how tough or how strong you are. It's okay to be vulnerable because by being vulnerable, you're saying that here's the help that I need, whether it's the help that you give yourself or you turn to the people in your life or you try to get professional help. It's the first step is just admitting that 
you're not happy about a situation or you're not okay about a situation or a person because that allows you to be in touch with your emotions. And one of the challenging things, or I would say one of the roadblocks with letting go is being honest. And it's not just being honest with another person, it's being honest with ourselves. Sometimes we get so stuck in routine, sometimes we get comfortable in our lives that we don't want to be honest and say that this doesn't work for me anymore, or I'm not happy anymore in this situation. And for a variety of reasons, we may not want to even admit that to ourselves. Maybe you're living with someone and you're not happy with that person, but, but you've been living with this person for so long. Maybe you have assets tied to this person that you are scared to even admit to yourself that you don't want to be there. Because when you're honest with yourself, and guys, this is something that I talk about often. When you're honest with yourself, there's no place to run to. You can lie to the world, but you can't lie to yourself. When you look in the mirror and that person looks back at you, you can't lie. Any imperfections, any flaws, anything that you've done, all of that is staring right back at you. So sometimes what people will do when, in order to avoid a situation is to avoid admitting to themselves how they feel. And see, here's the tricky thing about emotions. The more you suppress emotions, the more they want to bubble up and come back and smack you in the face. So if you have feelings, and that's why I always tell people, if you have feelings, whether they're positive or whether they're negative, let it flow. Because when you let them flow, you can take action from a clear mindset and then you can process them and you can move forward and you can make a decision and then take action. But that process doesn't work unless you can be brutally honest with yourself. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. And I'm sure you've had either in your own life or you've had a friend or a family member or maybe somebody that you dated that there's clearly a problem that everybody else can see, but that person refuses to admit to themselves that that's a problem. So definitely, definitely be mindful of your emotions, be mindful of your actions, and be mindful of when you need help and be okay with asking for that help. Um, the other thing I'd want people to really focus on if you, when you want to let go of something is to be kind and be gentle with yourself. Sometimes because the world expects us to be a certain way or act a certain way, we think that we have to be braver than what we really are. No one's tough all of the time. People get scared people get concerned. Sometimes people don't want to take steps because they genuinely care about someone else who's involved with that situation. So regardless of how someone else will handle a problem, that's not you. So when you want to let go of something or someone, be gentle with yourself. Give yourself, like I said, as much time as you need. And even if it's hard, even if it's hard to let go of something in the beginning and you think to yourself like, oh my God, I've been at this three times or four times, but I still can't shake this habit or shake this person. That's okay. What's really important is the fact that you're trying. Uh, like I said, everyone's timeline is different. Some people process emotions differently. Some people are better in certain situations. But it's not a race. It's not a marathon. 
Do what works for you, but whatever solution, whatever route that you take, make sure that it's something that you can live with and not have regrets. I think that's the biggest takeaway. If you want to let go of something, process it to a point where you're just like, this is a decision that if I reflected on 20 years from now, I would be happy with. Maybe it won't exactly turn out the way that I'm hoping, but I will have no regrets. I'm glad I took this step. When you get to that stage, of your decision making. That's when you know that you can take action. Up until that point, think, talk to people, weigh out pros and cons. You can make lists if that's helpful. But until you get to a point where you can see yourself in the future, looking back at the situation, and you genuinely feel that you are happy with the decision that you're making. And sometimes, guys, here's the sad reality. Sometimes the decisions that we make may be great for other people, but they don't see that. Or maybe the situation that you want to let go of, you know it's in everybody's best interest, but maybe other people involved in that situation don't see it like that. Maybe they'll resent you for the moment. Maybe they won't take too kindly the fact that you want to let go of them. But you got to do what is best for you. In the end, Everyone, I hope, will be fine in a situation. But you can't hold yourself back because you're scared to take a step or because you're afraid of how someone else will feel because honestly, that's just no way to live. So definitely focus on yourself. Focus on making the decisions that are best for you, the best for your mental health. Um, One other thing that I really, really want to highlight that I want to keep in mind that I want all of you to keep in mind when you're letting go is accept that sometimes people will not apologize for the things that they've done. And this is something I know a lot of people struggle with. Just because someone has done something to you and you think that they should apologize or they should feel bad about it, don't expect that other person to react in that same manner. And it could be that maybe they do realize that their actions were not good or they do realize that they made a mistake. But it really takes courage to go up to someone and say, I'm sorry, I messed up. What can I do to make it better? Most people lack that courage because it's that ego that gets in the way where some people think that just by apologizing, you are now putting the other person on a pedestal and you're putting yourself beneath them. And honestly, that's not the truth. The person who has the courage to apologize is the bravest person, especially when you apologize to someone that you know is not going to appreciate or accept that apology. And that's why I always tell people, if you're going to try to make amends with someone or if you're going to try to apologize to somebody else, do it for you. Don't do it for them. Because if you're expecting to say sorry after a mistake and the other person just welcomes you with open arms, then you're setting up yourself for disappointment. Can that happen? Absolutely. But is that guaranteed? No. Because somebody else also has their emotions involved. Maybe they're looking at a situation from a different perspective. Maybe they're not ready to let go. And you just have to accept the fact that you can control someone else. The only person that you have control over is you. So if you're going to ever apologize to someone, do it because you're doing it for you. And 
if you're on the other end where you feel that you need to let go of a relationship or a person or a situation because they're not for your highest good or they did something to you that you think is unforgivable, then make moves to make your life better. But don't sit over there. Don't hold your breath waiting for an apology that honestly may never come. And oftentimes, it's not that the person doesn't see what they did wrong in a situation. Their ego just won't allow them to come to you or their shame won't allow them to come to you because they're just too embarrassed of what they did Um, or they're in denial about what they did. But I always, always, always caution people. Don't try to think about somebody else's situation and somebody else's emotions of how they may feel about all of this. Focus on you. Yes, you can absolutely be considerate to those that you love and those people that you don't want to hurt. But that doesn't mean that your decision making should be dependent on how you think the other person is viewing the situation. No. Make decisions that are the best for you. If you need to talk about these decisions with people that you love or get professional help and kind of talk through it, great. But do it because it works for you. And then the last big piece of letting go is enriching your life. If you're letting go of a person, there's going to be a void that you need to fill. So enrich your life, whether that means picking up a hobby, um, doing a sport, traveling, being with friends, being with family. One thing I always caution through is if it's a relationship, don't quickly jump back into the dating situation because that's not fair to you and it's not fair to the next person that you may be meeting. But take that with a grain of salt because people let go in different different ways. For some people, that's the only way they can forget and they can move on. So that's on you. You can make that judgment call. I would say that if you are going to start dating someone else, to let go of someone, at least let that other person know that you just got out of a situation. So at least they get get a heads up. And the reason why I'm saying that is, once again, it's just not fair to someone else. Just because you're trying to let go of a situation and you're trying to move on, I would hope that any and all of you that are listening wouldn't want your situation to be a bad situation for someone else that has nothing to do with any of this. So... Do try to be respectful if you are going to start dating someone new. All right, so that is like my high, high, high level stuff. And I'm just going to close off with learn to forgive. And I know that's the hardest thing. And it's the hardest to forgive someone that doesn't acknowledge that they did something wrong and doesn't apologize for what they did. But forgive people for your own sanity so you can let go of a situation so you can like let go of the anger so you can let go of stress because anytime we're mad at someone else we're causing harm to ourselves not to the other person because if you are simmering in your emotions they may not even be aware that you're simmering in your emotions but obviously your body is going through that and that can obviously have negative impact on your health so learn to forgive for you And for those of you that listen to my other podcast episodes, you already know how I feel about forgiving and forgetting. You can forgive people, but you don't necessarily have to forget them. And you can forgive people, but that doesn't mean that you need to bring them back into your life.
So with that, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's um, episode. I hope you guys find this helpful. If you would like to share your own experiences, get at me. Um, with that, this is your host, Miss Anonymous. Until next time, you're not checked out at the rehab. Bye, guys.